From the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker, we're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. Live. Hi, everyone. This is John Crump, and we are live today. Today, we're going to be talking about New Mexico, and we're going to have a few people on from New Mexico and uh, one representative of one of the cases. I just have to get the link over to him. Um, And we're going to be talking about what's going on in New Mexico and everything else. Plus, we have some breaking news about what is going on. So let me go ahead and bring on... Um, bring on uh, my co-host of the day, the co-host of every day, actually, and his name is Flying Rich, and he flies airplanes. What's up? I can't hear you. Are you muted? Let me go ahead and bring on Nan. And it looks like it's me. And Stephanie. Hi, I represent Stephanie Lord. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. I guess it was Rich. <laughs> sorry sorry yeah out. yeah no problem no problem how are you guys doing um new mexico's tough going out there isn't it i'm exhausted this has been the most exhausting past couple days of my life when it comes to the gun rights issue and being on uh every news station and, and podcasts and trying to get the messaging out about what's happening because what's happening here is a testing ground for what's going to happen across the nation well, I heard a lot of people say that, that they believe that it was going to be a, this is some type of test. Yeah, I believe it. She's, we, we've been the testing ground for everything, everything bad. That's where we're the worst in everything in the entire nation. Yeah. Okay. Here's the breaking news. Uh, there was supposed to be a hearing for, for a TRO attached to, I mean, tomorrow at 11 a.m. That, uh, was just canceled by the judge. They didn't give any reason reasoning why, which is kind of weird. So, which still trying to figure out what is going on with that. But yeah, it looks like it looks like it was canceled. So I don't know what what is going on. Um, which is really weird. It was an Obama judge, not a Biden judge, so maybe that explains it. But uh, let me go with Stephanie. Stephanie, can you explain to everyone what's going on in New Mexico right now? Okay. So we also have Lu- be- before we also have Luis from GOA. Okay. Having audio issues. Give me one quick second. Okay. Be right back. Everybody's huh. having audio. to ban guns for everybody no yeah that's a great idea because she said crime is so bad and gun and people are committing crimes with guns so therefore law-abiding citizens should not have a gun that was her answer i'm going to tell you there's been a lot of blowback even senator cervantes who's a democrat said you need to back up on that it's not constitutional you david hogg of all people, said she was wrong. All right. I, I'm going to say pump the brakes on David Hogg. David Hogg, you know, stuck his finger in the wind. He's like, oh, this is getting a lot of blowback. I'm I'm going to. Oh, that, when, when they brought that up when I was on Newsmax, they, I said, I'm not I'm not sharing his tweet. I, I can't get on board with anything he says. I don't care if he thinks it's. Well, he plagiarized his tweet also. Yeah, well, that's what he does. So, well, okay. So in our state, this is what she does. She has been trying to come for our guns forever. She, what, let's see, last session we had ban on AR-15s when they couldn't describe what an AR is, and there was no grandfather. You had to just turn them in. That was the end of the story. You couldn't something could do anything. Um, and then 50 cal, bans on 50 cal. Oh, yeah, there's because there's a lot Because I, I hope you know how deadly the 50 cal is and how, like, every day in Miami, you know, people are dying from 50 cal. Lewis, can can you give me the statistic on 50 cal deaths for like 2022 or 2021? 
Well, I, I, I just walked in on this conversation with 50 Cal deaths in Miami specifically. I, I mean, it's just, you know, we have to step over the bodies as we go to the cafeteria to get the Cuban coffee from the little corner window. I mean, it's just, we don't have speed. We don't have speed bumps. We just have bodies. You know, the roads are just pain. And I, I know walking around Miami, I, I always slip and fall on the empty, the ejected uh, casings yeah. on the 50 cal because yeah. they're, they're pretty big. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Schubert, it, it, they tried to ban AR-15s, no grandfather clause. They uh, included 50 cals, and I asked them why 50 cals and what a 50 cal was and how many people were around carrying 50 cals. That was a hysterical debate on there. One, a, uh, I don't have her name in front of me, but she was a uh, public defender, and she said, although the only exception should be for drug dealers, because their I as God is my witness, because their job is so difficult and challenging that they should be allowed to carry ARs while they're drug dealing. Wait, well, I'm, I didn't hear that right. I know I didn't hear that right. I'm really sure I didn't hear. That. I'm pretty sure you heard it right. No, yeah. So well, let me ask you a question. There's a, a couple different uh, police departments, uh, like the, the Albuquerque PD and the sheriff said they're not going to enforce this. Did I lose audio or did Nan lose audio? Can anyone hear me? Yes. What, what about what about contract killers? Because well, I mean, if, well, if you're a murder for hire specialist, can oh they no. make an exemption oh, for? Sorry. Yes. Was Should was I... this at the state? Was this at the state capitol when we were debating permitless carry? It was. Yeah. Oh well, well then I guarantee, I guarantee you that that specialist that that genius spoke when I was taking a nap through their stupidity because I, some of the stuff they said literally put me to sleep. Did you hear the one where Miranda Biscoli got up and she said we can't, because I went through the, you know, we went through the aesthetics. So what is it that makes this rifle a, a, a scary, a salty weapon? And I said, so it's a pistol grip. And she got up and said, yes, because it makes the bullets go faster. <laughs> I, I remember. You gotta, you gotta go like that, though. That... And, and I'm like, I'm looking at John Block who sits next to me. We're the only people fighting because we're in CPAC. This is where all the gun bills come. I look at John. I said, did she? She literally just said. So I went I went through all the stuff they had in the bill, and they were like, yes, it's the aesthetics that makes it a scary weapon that nobody should have. So if you take it off, you can have that. You just can't have the scary, can't have the scary stuff. But, yes, it was Kim Chavez-Cook, a public defender, who said, I think we all know that the presence of a firearm is often, quote, unquote, necessary for these folks in the situation to protect themselves because of the inherent dangerous environment of drug transactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah that gave me some of the best naps possible. <laughs> I don't think hey, we can hear just, just, just because I'm Cuban and I'm wearing a guayabera doesn't mean I'm a drug dealer. No, I'm All thinking that if you, get, if you get pulled over in Albuquerque, you just say, I'm dealing drugs. Hey, Nan, I don't think we can hear you. No, no I, I hear her. John, I, I, I think your audio is messed up. Oh, it must be mine. Sorry. So anyway, so this is the governor that we've been dealing with. She's trying to take guns away. Oh, and then they did the magazine capacity ban. One was nine. I said, where do I get a nine round mag? Where, where, where am I getting this? And then it was 10. And then there was this. It was all over the place. Anything nice and compact that's not going to hurt or help save you from a group of intruders. That's right. Anything. Yeah, and they don't, they don't anyway. So, so we're the worst in the worst. She's very tyrannical. We're the worst in crime. We're the worst in, in health. We've got fentanyl is crazy. We've got people walking across the border. We've got a revolving door of crime. We don't have bail. But the answer to that is to ban guns from legal gun owners for 30 days. Um, can I ask you a question? 
<laughs> Why do you think she said that uh, when uh, she was arguing with Ted Lou, who was also not exactly a friend of gun owners, right. she said, uh, since concealed and open carry are regulated on the state level, I have the authority to block it when Bruin said the exact opposite. Opposite. I think she was going off of the socialist playbook is what I'm thinking. She read the wrong book. She yeah. mentioned that in she should have read Hello, Shimmer, Braun, but instead she read the, the Socialist Playbook. So, oh. anyways, cats out of the bag, what they really want. Yeah. Cats out of the bag. <laughs> they yeah. want to be able to say health emergency and no longer have a Second Amendment. Also, the worst of the worst crime, five years under her. It's all her. It's all, it's, it's all. <laughs> no, it's because of guns. It's. Oh, I'm sorry. It's because of firearms. I didn't mm -hmm. realize that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think somebody just mentioned that, you know, if, if they're allowed to have their guns, it makes the fentanyl safer. It does. It, ARs specifically make the needles less dangerous. That's what it is. <laughs> Anyways, you guys figure this out because I'm over here going, I don't know what is happening. And I've been on the news all day and all day since Friday. Yeah. And people are asking, like, I don't know. Ask her. She's got a pee brain. I, I'm a little worried with with what's going on one that drug dealers need to have firearms can we have just like a simple test doesn't even have to be an iq test you know like square pegs round holes that kind of thing and we can just see if if the politician when, when they're running for office if they can get the square peg in the square hole round peg in the round hole you know i've, I've thought about iq and psychobel might be some good things if you want to be a uh, politician. I'm like, supposedly we all have to have, you know, psychovals to own firearms. But them to make that. rules about everything they don't know about. Right. Well, it, we we do have we point. everything they want for gun owners, all that long list of things that they it should be for politicians too. We do have Amen. a super chat. Uh um somebody is asking how much truth in the claim she is tied to the cartels and thank you for your super chat. Um, I will make no comments about the cartels in the state where they are abundant. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, dude, oh. it, like it, it, it's getting bad I'm down there. The fifth on that one too. <laughs> yeah. Wow. As a as a Floridian who has grown up under the days of uh, the cocaine cowboys when it would snow in Miami, um, how can I so eloquently put this? Yeah, she's probably connected. No, no ifs, ands, or buts. She's probably connected. I have no, I'm I not saying this since I'm in Florida. I'm not yeah, saying anything like that. that. I'm not. I would never make that connection. And as I've said on the floor numerous times, I am not picking on any name brand of cartel. I'm just saying crime in general. I always preface that because I'd like to, you know, not get in trouble. Well, sure, the wealth. <laughs> you, yeah. mean, you mean you don't want your face sewn to a soccer ball? <laughs> No, please, I would not like that. Head on to a turtle, like in Breaking Bad. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Breaking Bad. I, everybody comes here. Is it like Breaking Bad? No, it's way worse than that. It's, right. <laughs> look, all, all I know is your governor has truly made me so angry that I would willingly chuck a pizza onto my roof. Yeah, she, she has infuriated me. I mean, I, it's literally, I thought, can she get any worse? She's like, oh, no. She yeah. literally just went yeah. on the rails and she attacked me on social media and I'm like, oh, I attacked back. I'm like, woman, apparently you forgot all the bills that we presented to fix all these crime issues. In five years, you've been the leader with the majority. What have you done? Or oh, everything got worse under your under your control. How do you explain that? She's going to pick on me where I have no control. I'm in the minority. Yeah. I just can't take them out. Uh, do, do, does the state police have any comment on whether they are, they are going to enforce it or? They have not said a word, but they were not directly under they work directly under her. Yeah, because that's what I was wondering. Yeah. I know the, the the APD and the sheriff made the statement, but yeah, I didn't sheriff, see. The sheriff, I was shocked. He said, this is totally unconstitutional. He threw her under the bus and ran her over and backed up again, over again, over her. And he got a lot of money from Moms Man Action. My friend Paul, uh-huh. Uh My friend Paul Pacheco ran against him as sheriff and lost, and they spent $150,000 on him alone to slander him. And they sent wow. a lot of money to him. So they are not going to be happy. Moms and George Soros are going to be very upset in every town. Yeah. They bought well, the sheriff. I think it's a clear-cut case that she said the quiet parts out loud. And now <laughs> yeah. they're scrambling. 
<laughs> to cover their own political backsides on this. Look, when David Hogg, my political nemesis here in Florida, says, you done screwed up, hell froze over. Fidel Castro has risen from his grave and says, I screwed up, sorry, communism is bad. And Che Guevara literally said, oh yeah, you know, all those people I killed, whoops. That's how big of a screw up she did. I mean, literally, I, I'm just looking at this going like, okay, she renounces her oath of office. She says that her oath of office is um, 100%. Yeah, it doesn't count. It doesn't matter. She renounces the U.S. Constitution. She renounces the New Mexico State Constitution. And then on top of it all, she's directly asked by the media, oh, well, this reduced crime. And she goes, no, criminals aren't going to follow this. Then then what's the point? She literally said, I know that the criminals will not follow this. But then she later said, well, what about people that are going to disobey it? Well, those people should be arrested. Yeah. And, And guess what happened Saturday morning after all of this transpired Friday? Saturday morning, there's a shooting. Oh, there was another shooting the next night, too. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they I, didn't get the are, memo, I guess. Aren't those things illegal? I mean, is it? I don't understand. I guess they, they didn't. They, they, didn't they didn't watch the news, so they didn't know what's going to happen. No, um, Warfall oh. Patriot sent the picture. I'm not going to put it up, but uh, it's he drew a mustache on the governor. Oh, yeah, that's a, a short mustache. <laughs> Oh, I said in my little, last little, little toothbrush mustache. <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. I'm I not going to say. My last, my last thing. I said she'd make a great communist leader. I literally said that in the news. I'm like, eh, whatever. What is she going to do? Come after me harder? Yeah. So, uh, is there qualified immunity for the state police? State police, they they can be sued for a gazillion dollars now. Yeah, there's no qualified immunity at all in New Mexico. Um, and Rich and I used to have this debate a lot whether I know where you're going with that. Whether whether um, it is whether qualified immunity is good or bad. And Rich called me this afternoon and said, "You know what? I I, I kind of see your opinion now of it." Yeah. Well, if you were to do a lawsuit, yes, you can take law enforcement down with you. And here's what's going to happen. The insurance company is going to say, we're not going to pay out like that again. Good luck. Go getting another insurance that's going to get bail you mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Then oh, yep. then we'll have no law enforcement. But the drug dealers will have guns to protect me. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can see. I'm using air quotes. <laughs> I snort a laugh. That's so funny. Oh. I just, I, it's, it's, it's almost like I think we have died and we're upside down land. In I, land. I keep, I don't know what has happened? I, you know, I, I don't get it. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Between you know, Fetterman, Biden, uh, where, what's Mitch McConnell going brain dead? And uh, where, what's her name from Diane Feinstein? It's like holy cow. Maybe we should ask Fetterman's opinion on this. Yeah, plus yeah. he's gonna run again too, which I don't understand. <laughs> He's like, is New Mexico a state? Uh, yeah, well, first, is is Plato even verbal? <laughs> but look, it, I keep reading the Babylon Bee, thinking that it's humor and satire. But their stuff is more. Their stuff is now less realistic in in terms of humor than the real news is. Because I read the real news, and I'm just like, you, is you this know what? Satire is this fake news? You like, know what's real? Is this a joke? You know, it's I really said that today on one of this one of the news stations was on. I said, "Well, I felt like I was reading the Babylon Bee." So I'm like, "This can't be real." But lo and behold, here we are. Yeah, it, living the dream. This, this whole world, I think we're in the Matrix. If you even look at like aliens, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm going to touch on aliens really quick. We have aliens. They kept him up in Los Alamos. They said. Yeah, they yeah. His name is Evie, and he lived up there, and that's how they got a bunch of data. Yeah. Yeah, three years ago, it, uh, it was a conspiracy theory to say that, you know, aliens are real and, and the U.S. government has alien bodies. Now it's a conspiracy theory if you say that they don't. <laughs> they came out, nobody cared. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Idiocracy. No, it, yeah, Idiocracy is a documentary. I know. Alive and well in New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. A constitutional officer should go and arrest her. So there's, uh, there's three lawsuits right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nagger just refiled today. Apparently, well, that's why they're calling me. Okay. Yeah, they refiled today. Apparently, it looked like they didn't pay their filing fee over the weekend, so they had to refile today. Uh, hey, we don't need filing fees. Uh, there, there's GOA. Yeah. 
yes. um, yeah. that filed. And there's a third group that I think started uh, during. Was that NMSSA? And, and well, then there's four. The, the then there's four, and then there's four. one called uh, "We the Patriots." So there's Nagar, GOA, NMSSA, the Caucus, and We the people. Patriots. We the Patriots. Yeah, I think they started out as like a. Uh, there are five hundred one c three. It's a, like, and they were a legal defense fund against COVID restrictions, and now they're suing. Whatever. The more, the merrier. Yeah. So there's there's plenty of lawsuits right now. Bring it. Yeah. Bring it. Let it rain. Let it rain. Yeah. And I and I'm hearing that there's going to be at least two others. Yes. I'm. I'm. I know that there are people anxiously waiting for standing for someone to get arrested, and that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and maybe Tuesday that might happen. Yeah. That's tomorrow. The next rally. Um, and that's going to be in the civic plaza and that is going to be an area where you can't carry. So that kind of makes it a little interesting with the standing because if I was going to do it, I would do it on a sidewalk freeway overpass, something where, yeah. where I have more standing. Yeah. That's, that's what I would do. Cause they're not going to prosecute you under the new rule. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what she wants. I mean, even Senator Chavantes asked her to back off. And he's he's very much you know he loves gun control. He said you you need to back off. And then some other politician, I remember I just saw something that's been so busy today. Said you're ruining it for all of us that want gun control. <laughs> no, you pretty much let your secret out. Genie's out of the bottle. So now what are you gonna do? And then she keeps saying, well, this opens it up for discussion. What what discussion? I don't know what the discussion is. You can't discuss anything with the tyrant. Yeah. I think it's just House. opening things up for her to have more control and for her to extend this and beyond 30 days. That's, I think that that's all this is opening this up to. Well, she's she's going to, tyrants will be tyrants. Yeah, they are that's tyrants. Right. Will tyrant. And she's a tyrant. That's what I was trying to say. The first time I ever met her, uh, she's one of those type of people that talks through you, doesn't doesn't care what you have to say, no, no real emotive facial expressions, just talks through you. That's a little spooky, but... She doesn't listen. And I got to tell you, honestly, the Democrats, the moderate Democrats, we do have moderate Democrats who try to vote with this. She will take them in the back room and berate them until they change their vote. They you, cannot vote with us on anything. You guys don't have a, you guys don't have a recall, but you do have an impeachment or something like that. Uh, okay. So I presented, the, so I get up there. There's a couple things I've learned. We, uh, the thing I'm presenting right now is necrophilia is legal in our state. Didn't know oh, shoot. We're the only state. I just had to draft a bill. And I learned that in a crimes against children committee. So very gross details I learned. Make, and make, we don't have you call. Hey, and can I you book a trip to New Mexico? I got an activity I want to try. I'm <laughs> no, just joking. That's Thanks a joke. about New Mexico. Necrophilia is legal. And I learned that with the, some horrific stories from detectives that you do not want to know. How is that? Yes. Okay, never mind. I don't, I don't yeah, want to know. Sometimes it's a don't ask, don't tell thing. Yeah, this, we're not going to cover this topic. I'm and we're demonetized. <laughs> and, well, let's talk about unicorns, rainbows. Um, but oh, we um, we also do not have recall. I got up there and I'm like, you can't recall me? I'm like, what? why can't you recall me? Why can't we recall the governor? We should all be recalled. You should have seen some of the people even on my side of the aisle. Like, why do you want to present that? Because if you're a crappy politician, you should be recalled. Doesn't matter what side of the aisle that you're on. That's correct. So I'm going to bring recall back again. Uh, so uh, Ken Fresno wants to know, can you only sue the state of New Mexico in two counties like in Illinois? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Can you only sue? Uh, like uh, like in, in Illinois, you can only file lawsuits in two, Cook County and I can't oh, remember no, the other one. No, no, no. We do that all the time. We try to, we try to, we try to shop it out to a more conservative area and that's great. And then you get it up to the, our Idaho, uh, Idaho. Ooh, that was a Freudian slip. Then we go to Idaho. <laughs> um, then it goes to the Supreme Court here and they kill it. They kill everything off. So. Honestly, if it went to Idaho, it would probably be better than going to the Supreme Court. I lived in Idaho before I came here. You can carry two guns and go into a bar. You just can't get drunk. And guess what we don't have in bars? Shootings. Uh, well, you know, I, I saw the uh, the New Mexico governor saying Idaho. So, um, oh. 
Oh, I'm just gonna look. pick an Idaho because I live there before and I use it for reference. No, all the time. I, I, I don't. You ever watch No, no. Have you ever watched The Simpsons? Oh, and their predictions? Does it have anything about this in there? No, 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 no. A little. Uh, what's his name? The 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 stupid kid. Um, Ralph. The hey, Ralph. Yeah. Danger? He goes. I'm, I'm Idaho. Necro Mexico. <laughs> That's a great band name. That's good. That is a good one. We should use that. Ouch. Somebody should make that a band name or make a bumper sticker. Well, you do have the perfect person. You have the perfect name for like a lead singer of, a, of like a punk band or something. Right? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> or a death metal band. Millhouse. Yeah. Millhouse. Oh, no, 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 not Millhouse. It's oh. Ralph. It's Ralph it's that Ralph. said, "I'm I know." That's me. I'm in danger. <laughs> all the time. I'm in danger with my big mouth. The berries <laughs> taste like burning. Yeah, oh, that's Ralph. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so there's a bunch of lawsuits dropping. And I'm trying to figure out why they're getting vacated. They're hearing are getting vacated, but I've not been able to find out because the judge, uh, Yuris, who's a Biden appointee, is vacating these cases and scheduling for a later date to be reset to a later date. But I don't see any reason why. Uh, okay. Um, there is a theory that he's consolidating all all the cases, but it, that's just a theory. Hmm. Into no into problem, into one huge yeah. case, kind of like what they did up in uh, Michigan, hmm. which is a, that which is a pretty good theory. It's from a smart guy, but uh, there's no exact word as to why. So we have to keep on watching. Yeah. I <laughs> 31 days later well, and then after that if she extends it which i think she will we'll just keep extending because you know the yeah. crime issue is not going to get better and that's what this whole this executive or our emergency orders for so if it doesn't get better that means we need to extend it right it's not working so we just keep doing yeah. it right yeah okay that, and that's what i was talking about earlier is that this kind of opens up for her to keep extending it um, as long as the problem is not being resolved, and it's not going to be resolved if you're stopping people who are law-abiding citizens from caring to be able to protect themselves. That's also we're also going to have standing if somebody actually believe actually somebody does that and doesn't carry and they do get hurt, and that's a horrible way. But that's another way to get standing. Yeah. Ouch. Well, you, you, I think standing isn't too hard to. In this case, as long as you have a uh, like a concealed carry permit and you're in um, and you're in Albuquerque, you have standing. I oh, might have I, I might have worked no, on this. No, no she, said, she said she can override concealed carry. And my my question is, did she notice by every single person that has a concealed carry so that they know that they no longer can carry? Yeah. Yeah, welcome to leftist extremist run cities. Yeah, yeah right. I, 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 sticks don't work. Do them harder. <laughs> I, I might or might not have worked on uh, one of the cases over the weekend. Saturday morning, I got might have might not got a call by saying, "Hey, find us people," and that's how I met you, Nan. Oh, awesome! <laughs> and then uh, Cheryl, awesome. Refer, uh, Cheryl um, said you should reach out to Stephanie. Yeah, Cheryl yeah. Todd. And that's how we got Stephanie involved. Yeah, Cheryl Todd. She's uh, she's one of my co-state directors. She's out in Arizona. Um, she's out yeah. there always doing great work, and she's always traveling um, across the United States to help spread the word. Um, she recently started re uh, writing articles for I think it's I don't believe it's I don't think it's Armed Women of America, but it's another magazine that's out. Um, she's publishing. I could probably get you guys those links to put out. Um, yeah, but, absolutely. You know, she's she's a huge advocate for you know. Second Amendment, you know, DC Project, and here I am covering my face. Uh, DC Project, we advocate for education over legislation. And um, unfortunately, I believe that a lot of our uh, legislators are just completely uneducated on what firearms are and what they do. Um, they're simply tools. It's a tool that somebody who already has intent to commit harm, um, it's just a tool that, that it's just a tool that they're using to be able to commit that harm. And I think that that, that right there needs to be put out to the country because I don't feel that the country really truly understands that. Um, I, I own a gun store here in Southern New Mexico and, and I've got customers that come in all the time and, and they'll, they'll ask, look at something and they'll set it on the counter and they go, it's not doing anything, what do I do? And I say, good one, 
And it's not Shooter's <laughs> Den, by the way, if anybody we else out there. None of those, none of those firearms jumped up and started shooting people. Well, somebody asked me, I, I forget, I, they're all blurring together about, what do you think about, oh, it was AP News. What do you think about Lujan saying that uh, it's all kids now that have guns? And I said, well, how can that be? You just did the gun safe storage, so there shouldn't be any. I said, the problem is that these things are coming over the border. There are illegal guns everywhere. You're not targeting. There's no task force that you have specifically going into areas that are, and having hot spots and having people boots on the ground to try to address the crime. You're not funding any programs to get kids interested in boxing or fishing or something else to divert them to get them out of crime. Nothing. So what do we expect? I mean, we're not doing a damn thing to fix the issue other than take the guns away for 30 days from legal gun owners, and we expect that to resolve the problem. That is literally, that should be her, her that's a whole thing, premise of idiocracy. I mean, she's just so blatantly dumb when it comes to life, real life issues. It's unbelievable. And a lot of the politicians up there with their 50 cows that are shooting. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I actually tried to look up the FBI ballistics information and I have not been able to find anyone that's been shot with a 50 cal no, in like right. the last asked, like 10 I years. Where a law enforcement officer was able to shoot somebody's foot when they had a hostage situation, but that didn't kill them either. So that's about all that I know. But, yeah. but, but going back to the kids, yeah, we don't want kids to have guns. We also don't want kids to have fentanyl. We don't want kids to be the worst in the nation in the schools, but yet we have it. We have kids that are getting into gangs. Why? Because this place is the Wild West. Yeah, I agree on that one. Um, she, we, there's no plan. And if they do a plan, like we don't look at, like look at other states. I, I looked at some cities. Supposedly Miami was able to reduce some of their, um, their gun violence, they said by 22%, because it did put those task force in there. And St. Louis... So why don't we just look at other states? What are you guys doing that's successful? And just implement that in New Mexico. No, mm -hmm. here's what they do. Imagine a bunch of very far left people sitting around coming up with ideas, not listening to science or data or anything. No, they're, they're the party of science. They know. They're except X and Y chromosomes that they don't know. So they sit around and they make this stuff up. And then now we have tampons and boys' bathrooms. Yeah. You, you, you mentioned Miami and, and reducing crime. You know how the crime rate's been reducing in Miami? A bunch yeah. of Cubans, a, a bunch of Cubans who have said, to hell with this. We now have permitless carry. We're going to defend ourselves. And if some gangbanger or some thug decides to target us, we're going to do what we should have done 20 years ago, which is put them six feet under the ground. Because guess what? Criminals are criminals. Here's the shocking thing. They break the law. That's what makes them a criminal. This yeah. makes criminal. Here's a law. Us dum-dums over here obeying it. And they're like, meh, we don't care about the law. We're going to put the gun to your head and take your car. Whatever. There you go. The party of science, yeah, if for, you encounter Scientology of science. Yeah. For, years and, for years and years and years in, in South Florida, they've been going, oh, we need to do gun control. We need to do this. We need to do that to reduce crime. It doesn't and work. finally, the state has removed all local authority from the municipalities through preemption. And wow, the crime rates are dropping because guess what? The law-abiding people are armed and they're able to defend themselves. And, and what was that book called? More Guns, Less Crime? More con yeah, by, uh, by John Locke. John Locke. John Locke, John Locke. John Locke. John Locke yeah. not Locke. John Locke. <laughs> that was John Locke. You know, that would be very we, weird. We had, a we had a racist We had a racist shooting in Jacksonville. Literally a, a copycat killer. The guy copycatted the Buffalo shooter, New York, and the New Zealand shooter. And the sheriff of Jacksonville, uh, Jackson, the city of Jacksonville and Duval County, it's the same, emerged. So it's the sheriff of Jacksonville. He said it best. My gun, I could take my gun and put it on a table. It ain't going to do anything until a bad guy picks it up. Just like the 44 Magnum I got sitting behind me, guess what? It ain't running around. It ain't robbing banks. It ain't doing gangland shooting. It sits there. Oh my God! Miraculously, it's not committing crime. Okay. But sadly, your idiot governor 
is an idiot. All right, uh, I just want to like that's, cover that's the. I wore that shirt yesterday. My governor's an idiot at the rally. Sorry. Nice. I just want to cover the news portion. There are four lawsuits now filed. Uh, there was supposed to be one tomorrow at 11 a.m. That, that the hearing was vacated. We're not really sure why, but there is a possibility that it might be like combining all the cases into one super case. But um, we sh still should have um, information on a TRO this week. Hmm. That's very interesting. I'll look. I'll follow up on that too because that is. Yeah. Well, the the judge didn't state a reason. Hmm. Are you able to have MLG arrested for actions? Uh, I do not have the ability to arrest anybody. I just make the laws. That when I called law enforcement today, and that would be up to somebody in law enforcement have to be like the head of the state police or a sheriff that would have the ability to do that. I do not have the ability to have her arrested. Uh, the feds can too, because um, I forget what code I posted it today that she has violated on the federal level. It's when they went after the mayor of uh, New Orleans before and were able to arrest him on that. So they could do that, but I don't see any movement on it. So no, I can't, I personally can't unless somebody deputizes me, I guess. Uh, thank Vi you. Violation, violation of civil rights under the color of the law. Yes, thank you, JD. Exactly thank you, JD. Yes. So yeah, that would be the only way. Sorry. I don't have, there's all I can do is try to impeach her. We don't have recall, and I don't have the authority to arrest her. What's the chance of her getting impeached? You know what? I hate to speculate on that because there's a lot of Dems who have been extremely silent, and that silence speaks volumes. And Cervantes actually said you need to backpedal. And I think, I think if we move forward with that and she doesn't backpedal, I think uh, her chances of being impeached, because we got to get the Dems, some number of Dems, two-thirds of the Dems on board, I think if, if she does a backpedal on that, we, we might be able to move forward on it. And at the end of the day, I'm sure that uh, Bloomberg over there is going, hmm, I'll find you a position somewhere. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, going to love this. There's a conspiracy theory. I'm not sure how much of a conspiracy theory it is, but that... No, that uh, she is... Is hoping that Biden drops uh, Harris and replaces Harris with her. I, I, I don't wow. buy that, but that's just a theory that I've that like. They're gonna use that picture when they run an ad against me. That the face I just made, <laughs> I, I can see it coming on my next mailer. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't. Uh, I don't. Know, she, she was pretty angry that she did not get picked up because she wanted to be the the vice president and he didn't pick her up. Does she identify as black? Because if she identified as black, yeah, she's, probably be... she's Hispanic though. She's Hispanic. She got to give her that. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll just run whatever her name is. And Lujan is the VP. Well, so there was an article, there was an article out there that last night that I was reading where, you know, Biden's starting to get so bad. Um, they actually had to cut him off yesterday during I I think saw a press that. conference. Yeah, yeah, so they had to cut him off and, and pull him off stage. So what they're saying is that, you know, it's, it's Kamala Harris becoming president at this point in time is, is pretty close to eminent. And at that point in time, it would give her the option to be able to run for president in the next term. Um, but, but the question therein lied, who would be her VP to run? Um, and that's when Michelle Lujan Grisham was starting to be, to be brought into that thought process that there's potential and that, that, and that potentially that's exactly why she's doing what she's doing right now. Yeah. yeah. I, I so think any publicity is good publicity is what you're right, saying. It doesn't matter what kind it is. Um, you know, unfortunately, New Mexico is being brought into the spotlight again. Um, why don't we get a real hundred percent native American like Elizabeth Warren? No, we Maybe. have, we have Fernandez Ledger and she's. Wonderful. No, I, I have a question. I have a question. Is it a coincidence that Luhan and Wuhan rhyme? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's by design. I okay. think that is by design. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I tell you what, so I you're, got... you're telling me this blonde haired, blue eyed woman is Latina? Yeah. Or yeah, Latinx. I, was... I should say Latinx, right? No, Louis, is, is that no culturally she's sensitive? from here. She's from New Mexico. Oh no! No, no, I'm not. We, we we don't use that Latinx term. Thank you very much. Please. But secondly, no. You but, can. But secondly, you can use yeah. Latino as, as, Chicano, but you not. Made me snort. <laughs> as a as a Hispanic American, 
Rich, I gotta give you a, a little uh, education. We come in all shapes and colors. We are an ethnicity, not a race. We are white, black, and Asian. Yeah, yes. there's Asian Hispanics. Luis is one of those. Uh, Luis, I, I, dude, Eric has screwed me up so bad. The answer's to either. It's okay. No, no, uh, Eric Pratt calls him Luis. So, therefore, I call him Luis because I always hear him referred to as Luis, but everyone outside goes Luis. I like so, Luis. It's much cooler. We have a representative. His name is Luis Camarasas. Dude, I can't do that. Luis, in, the R. Luis in Spanish, Luis in English. Look, I'm bilingual. It is what it is. My, my, wife, my wife speaks Spanish, too. She's trilingual. So. She curses at you? No, well, she does that in Italian. <laughs> yeah, my, my wife is uh, like is a Sicilian. So but, she, no, but we don't admit that. No, she's not. Why do you keep on saying that to people? They're strong so, women. You got to be careful of them. Oh, I, do, I, I know. I hate to tell you, but I'm, I'm coming up close to the time. I got to pop off. All right. To all right. Yeah, that that's that's fine. That's fine. Sorry that we it took you. It, it took us me a while to get on. We we had some technical that's issues. Fine. My I was, I was happy to be here. I, I'm just yeah. I'll keep you posted. I'll let you know. Uh, everybody's really anxious to get the actual paperwork when when we do that. And I got to look to see one of our representatives today. We were asking for a special session. Yeah. Uh, to to move forward with that. Um, impeachment of course should be like yes we want a special session to ban all the guns so it's, it's a double-edged sword here Let's yeah it is. the sheriff exactly wanted uh the sheriff called for a special session today i think in his press conference he did he did and you know i was quite surprised what he said and he said we need to be tougher on criminals i'm like i think i said that when i first got there and y'all made fun of me it's kind of like when i said hey we're gonna have human trafficking when we legalized pot and they said, oh, anecdotal, you're crazy. That's not going to happen. Hmm. They just had human trafficking of Chinese people in my district in a grow house and they are making them work 24 hours a day and not feeding them. And basically they're, we're going to kill your family if you don't continue working here. Wow. I, I have, I have one question in regards to your governor. If she becomes the vice president of the United States through Camilla Harris becoming president, will she then qualify as the first cartel member to be an elected to be VP, uh, I mean, that will be her first. No, no, comment, no comment on our side. <laughs> wow. That, that will be that you know. Because I mean, look, the first female vice president title has already been taken, but it's not the first cartel member to be a VP. That, I think that's still open, right? <laughs> all right all right thank you so much stephanie for coming on it's good seeing you and i'll keep you updated. thank you yeah thank you for coming <laughs> keeping us updated all right bye guys all right bye 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 hey nan can you stick around for a few more minutes yeah i'm still here awesome awesome so as an ffl what are you hearing from your customers well so first of all they're not happy um, I'm not happy as an FFL. Um, I think I was talking, um, I was talking to Lewis about this before, or, or uh, not Lewis, but uh, Flying Rich about this before we went on the air. But as an FFL, this affects us. So right now the public health order affects Albuquerque, uh, Greater Albuquerque and Bernalillo County. Um, that public health order, as far as the ban of guns does not affect the rest of the state at this point in time. Um, but I'm sure that it will expand when she starts doing the extensions. Um, however, when you start digging further into that public health order, it actually affects FFLs as well. She's got a special team um, that she's expecting to come to every FFL throughout the state every month to conduct um, inspections. And what does that mean? They haven't done anything. They haven't written anything. They haven't said anything, been on the news or anything to identify exactly what their expectations are um, as far as these inspections are concerned. And so. My concern is, is that, you know, I'm, I'm under already federal scrutiny of the ATF and coming and doing their inspections at random times, you know, when, it, when whenever their schedule uh, permits. And I'm okay with that. But I think that the, that the governor is completely doing an overreach on this. Yeah. She is, she, she's, she's doing things that's, that's completely, out, I wouldn't say out of character for her, but it's not, you know, it's not exactly what you would see out of, most any governor she's she's really kind of gone uh way overboard on her actions yeah so uh, what you're saying is she's she's consumed too much product potentially oh, well, I, mean, she... you know, I try not to speak, speak negatively of people but 
you know, this is this is one of those instances that, and I'm at that point, you know, in, in my life and get, starting to get into um, understanding politics a little bit more that I'm, I just, I'm trying to figure out, you know, how, how can I help? How can I step up? And when I have conversations with our legislators here in, in the state of New Mexico, which, you know, I, I, I have to say really quick that all of them have been very kind and having conversations with me. Uh, talking with me and trying to figure out what we can do as as a populace to make change and to make positive change and change that benefits everybody, um, you know. But they their their big thing is that people need to really get out and vote. Um, the, the state, you know, I don't know honestly if I know it's been in the news that there's potential that there could have been voting corruption here in the state. I don't know for a fact, and I'm not going to verify that. I'm not going to say that it happened because I just don't know. But you know, we definitely didn't have the numbers that we were expecting at the polls. We didn't have those numbers there. And I don't know if it is um, because, you know, during that time, we were still kind of under lockdown here in the state. Um, people just really didn't want to get out. They were trying to obey the, the uh, mandatory orders that she had in place. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of scary and unnerving. Yeah, uh, AZ doing here in the whole entire using health orders for gun control. Um, when COVID first hit, I, I I was talking. I think I was talking to you, Rich. If either you or Dark, I was like, I think this might be a test run. Mm -hmm. I, I believe that the whole COVID thing was a test run. I think that they were trying to figure out, you know, what what could they possibly do to get control over the populace. And yeah. population control, in my belief, and I don't know if everybody else is on board, but my belief from just the research that I've been doing and, and listening uh, to different people and watching podcasts and, and watching the news that I feel is, you know, quote, safe, um, I feel that that's what they're after. And by implementing things like this transgender stuff, um, I think that they're, they're also, again, this is my opinion, I think that that's all part of the population control. Because once you make a, a child sterile or a person sterile, you can't reverse that if they decide to um, go back to the original sex that they were at birth. You can't reverse that and allow them to have to be able to, you know, have sperm again or have that uterus again to be able to birth a child. Um, so I, I think that that's all just part of the the grand scheme of things and the grand plan to, you know, to get ultimate control and you know, gun control and and doing things like what she's doing right now. Other states are obviously watching right now. Everybody's trying to see how is this going to play out. And if this plays out to her favor, then they're going to start doing the same things. I mean, it's, it's the exact same thing that I feel she's doing right now. Um, she, she has implemented a bunch of laws. She's trying to emulate California and, and Illinois, in my, my opinion. And mm -hmm. she's implementing stuff. And she tried to push stuff through earlier this year. That is all, that are all laws that, that both of those states have implemented already. And you know, they get ultimate control and take away our guns. What are we, what are we to do? There's nothing that we can do to really protect ourselves. Um, you know, as far as law enforcement locally and, and within your counties and stuff like that, it'd be questionable on whether they're going to enforce anything, but the government's already got plans and they've already got people that they're putting in place to go door to door to apprehend your guns. I'm sure of it. There, there has to be. Uh, what's your name of the, uh, your gun shop? I'm sorry. What uh, people are asking what the name of your gun shop is. Oh, I own Ricochet Shooting Sports in Alamogordo, New Mexico. All right. Yeah, because I know a lot of people that were using Shooter's Den is looking for a new gun store now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have a website, ricochetshootingsports.com. Um, you know, New Mexico residents looking for handguns. You can come to your transfers here. You, you can't say the dot com part. Oh, <laughs> my bad. It's, it's okay. Well, you, you brought up a great point on population control and overall control. Historically speaking, Democrats have done it. If you want a, an ex a great example of that, look no further than Puerto Rico. Democrats in the post-war period, through mass sterilization, sterilized one-third of the entire female population of Puerto Rico, while at the same time Puerto Rico was a may-to-no-issue permitting scheme in place for anyone to own a firearm. And on top of it, you know, the, the, the government was completely supportive of it. They were just like, oh yeah, we're, we're cool with it. And it was Democrats doing this for decades. So this isn't right. something new. This isn't a, a new thing that, 
oh, it's a conspiracy. It's happened in our country right. to right. American citizens. Yeah, a yeah, and it's building, and it'll build every year too, and it'll it'll grow more and more until they until they have everything that they want. Yeah, uh, Luis, uh, question: um, Puerto Rico, SBRs are not not like regulated there, right? They're just like every other gun. Yes, um, short barrel rifles and short barrel shotguns do not need a two hundred dollar tax stamp in Puerto Rico. And this is because when the NFA Act was actually written back in the 30s, they still kind of believed in the Constitution of that whole part of no taxation without representation. So there, you could own a short barrel rifle, and it's no different than purchasing a traditional long gun. Wow. What about machine guns? <laughs> machine guns are banned on the local level. Source oh. suppressors. Dang. Right. And that's one thing. So, doesn't stop, thing doesn't stop the criminals. Doesn't stop no, the criminals. Though. Sorry. It doesn't stop the criminals. Um, you know, you, if you're talking about, you know, you get into some of the laws about Hearing Protection Act, those silencers are for. Uh, they're, they're designed specifically for that. Um, I think that what, unfortunately, I'm, 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 I feel that, you know, with mass media and with movies and silencers and things like that being utilized in those platforms. Wait, wait a second, man, come on. Hey, I, I'm, I can only allow the truth here. We all know that that suppressors are only used by murderer assassins. There, there was a federal bill for that just recently. You know, you know, saying, you know how I use, you know, my, my suppressors is I just get a pillow and tape it to the front of my gun. That, like, <laughs> <laughs> takes away all sound. How does that work for you? <laughs> I, I have the get smart suppressor. You just have to yell really loud. <laughs> yeah. I, I use the uh, I use the dirty Harry Magnum Four suppressor. I put a suppressor on a revolver and it you know suppresses it. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. For me, I just say suppressor on, and we're good. Morningstar just uses Bud Light cans. <laughs> you guys are going to kill me on that one. <laughs> wow. I, I got a Liberty safe full of Bud Light, if anybody wants it. Santi <laughs> <laughs> Misfit uses my pillow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah. The whole New Mexico thing is just crazy. And the fact that they said that they're going to inspect FFLs once a month, but they're not even saying what they're, what, what they're looking for. No, it's, it's one of those things. It feels like how government typically acts. It's a, it's a knee-jerk reaction to an incident. And, um, you know, something that what I'm already starting to notice um, earlier this year, she passed the law, Benny's Law, um, which requires uh, families to lock up their guns here, here in their houses. Um, and there was a lot of gray area that was involved with that law when it was being put into place. And we were trying to get clarification. There was many questions that were asked. Stephanie Lord asked several questions. Uh, John Block, Representative John Block, Representative Har Harlan Vincent all asked several questions trying to get clarification on that particular law. But um, it was every time the question was asked, it seemed like it was just a circle that they were running into. And um, there wasn't any really real co confirmation as to exactly what their expectations would be if in the event a child were to get a hold of a handgun and use it on somebody else. Well, since the law um, was put in place earlier this year, there's actually been three instances here in, uh, in New Mexico, in Albuquerque, of all places, God bless, um, that where a child had got a hold of a handgun, uh, I don't know, unfortunately, the details of each one of those cases, um, but there was one not too long ago in which um, a, a child was, was shot by another child. They, they'd gotten the gun out of, out of um, you know, gotten the gun and they're playing with it with a cousin and, um, you know, the, the young girl that died, she was sleeping. Um, so there's unfortunate things like that, but I, I've already heard a few times that uh, our governor is actually taking that law and actually kind of piggybacking that onto this public health order. And how that works, I really don't know since it's kind of two separate things, but, um, you know, she's put in place that, you know, if, if people in Albuquerque are to travel, even if they're to go to the range, they have to have a, a trigger lock on that handgun. But here in the state of New Mexico, the way that our laws are written, it states that our vehicle is an extension of our home. 
And she's already stated in this public health order that, that the public, you know, not public, but your private property is fine. You have jurisdiction over your private property. Well, my vehicle is still my private property, but she's already said that in your vehicle, if you're traveling with it, then you have to have it locked up with, with a trigger lock on it. Well, how does that make, how does that still allow me to be able to carry my firearm on me ready to go in the event that somebody comes up and they're trying to rob me, they're trying to carjack me, or maybe there's a riot that's going on because God bless. I mean, who, who, who wouldn't be able to see something like that coming due to exactly what's going on right now? No, uh, uh, let's see here. We got another question. Uh, AZ wants to know by what authority does the state have to uh, inspect FFLs? Well, see, and that's a really good question. That was something that I've been trying to find out. I've got contact with my local ATF guys. Um, I actually sent them a message yesterday, and he, he tried to call me as we were getting onto this call. So um, I'll be touching base with him later, a little bit later this evening, and then I'll, I'll make sure that I get you guys the information that's provided to me. Okay. Uh, well, well, I, another question. Isn't the Arizona Constitution, isn't like open carry protected in the Arizona Constitution? So, uh, not Arizona, New Mexico. Sorry. So, so right. So we can open carry um, as as long as you you have to be 19 years of age. So now you in New Mexico you have to be 21 to purchase a handgun. But if your parent purchases the, that handgun for you um, at the age of 19, you can start open carrying that handgun until you're 21. And then at 21, you can apply to get a, a concealed carry permit. And with that concealed carry permit. You know, it allows you to, you know, you follow the laws, but it allows you to be able to still carry one handgun on your person. Um, so open carry, yes. And people are, are allowed to open carry. And, and when we had the rally yesterday in Albuquerque, every, you know, everybody there was open carry. Um, you know, to, to include, there was people even walking around with their ARs hung around their necks, too. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to make a point that what she's doing is not constitutional. It, she's broken the U.S. Constitution. She's broken the New Mexico Constitution. Um, you know, she's she's not she she's elected into that office to do for her constituents and she's doing absolutely nothing to work for her constituents. And, and we want to let her know that we're upset about that. It, you know, one of the issues that I've been thinking about is how this applies federally, like the Law Enforcement Officer Safety Act. You have a bunch of retired cops that moved to New Mexico for whatever reason. Yeah, federally. They're allowed to carry as long as it's not a gun-free zone. So she has declared the entire area to be a gun-free zone, but it's in conflict with your state constitution and your state laws. I'm curious if you're going to have a retired cop out there sue her for this, because now they're not just violating that person's state rights. They're now violating an exemption they have under federal law, which federal law basically tells the state, screw you this trumps you this overrides you we have supremacy on this right and you know we have a, we have a ton i can't tell you how many um of my customers that come in and my customers that come in and take my concealed carry class because of the way that, that the laws are written as far as permits for retired law enforcement um 10 years after their retirement they have to start taking the class so i get those gentlemen i get those ladies in my classes and um, so I have a ton of retired law enforcement here in my area down here in Otero County that I'm sure have got to be up in arms over it. I, it's it's hard. It's just Monday. You know, we just um, we just basically went back to the shop today. Um, and it, so it's hard for us to know, as I haven't been able to really talk to anybody. I went to a, another political rally today, another two way rally today here locally. Um, but it's. It, <laughs> I can't imagine that they're happy about this, not to include, you know, the military that, all, you know, military that also has privileges too to be able to conceal carry. And now they can't um, because they weren't included in that order. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what are we supposed to do? Um, last night on the news, there was a couple, um, a few years ago, they had gone to, a, they were actually traveling through, they didn't live here in the state yet, they lived in Florida. And they were traveling through and they actually stayed in a hotel in Albuquerque as one of their stops. Well, um, the woman, she had gone outside of the hotel room probably to get some ice or, or to grab a bag or something. Well, when she comes, she starts coming back into the room and she's starting to close the door and a gentleman barges in through the door and he's got them both at gunpoint trying to rob them. If the gentleman uh, hadn't had his concealed carry firearm on his person at that time, he would have died. But instead he turned the table he took three shots 
but he was able to get, he was able to stop the threat. He was able to put the guy down so that no further harm would be done to them. And so they're quite upset because had this ruling been put in place then, they both would have been easily been dead and not here today wow. to speak towards that. No, that's powerful. That's, that, that's appalling. That is, she, her actions truly remind me of what Fidel Castro has done. Everything reminds you of Fidel Castro has done. No, no, not not everything. Some of it's some of it is Ernesto Che Guevara too. Not bastard. Yeah. But but she literally is pulling out of the political playbook of communist dictatorships. I mean, yeah. It's a it's it's appalling. The the patches right behind me are of uh, Alpha sixty six, Omega seven, Vienna twenty five oh six, and three Cuban. Uh, CIA-sponsored organizations that went and fought commies in the 60s and 70s and 80s. I can tell you this. If they were alive right now, they would be up in arms in New Mexico, basically going like, hey, guess what? We don't even have to cross the damn uh, Florida Straits this time to go commie hunting. Because right. it's, it's, it's that appalling and that oppressive of what she's done. Right. I'm, I'm truly shocked. I'm, I'm shocked that you have a public official in your state that said and has done the things she has said. You know, I'm just going to say this really fast, that, you know, coming here in 2018, um, you know, moving from California, we, we wanted to be closer to family. My, my family lives here in New Mexico. I live right next door to them. And, you know, coming here, I didn't realize the freedoms that I was going to get until I got here. You know, we got moved in, we got settled in. And, you know, probably two weeks after we, we got sold in, my dad's like, okay, we're going to the range. And I was like, what do you mean? He says, we're going to go to the range. And I was like, dad, you realize I haven't, I haven't shot a gun in like 20 years. The last time I shot a gun was when I was in high school. I was in junior ROTC and we actually had a shooting range on campus and marksmanship was part of our grade. If we didn't, if we didn't show good marksmanship, that affected our grade to be able to pass the class. And he says, I realize that, but I've got your back. Don't worry about it. And so I said, okay, well, that next weekend we went, we went out to the shooting range and, you know, my dad, he's, he's retired military. Um, and you know, he had been collecting a, a, you know, an arsenal of stuff that he found interesting. Well, he took it all to the range that day so that I could check it out, look at it, hold it, you know, see what felt comfortable, all these things that, you know, I, I'd never expected my dad to do this with me. We'd never done this in the past. And, um, you know, I, 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 picked up a few handguns, went to go up on the line, nothing really felt comfortable, tried a 22 and I thought, well, that was cool. The boom wasn't so bad, um, you know, so that's kind of cool. And so then I went on to, uh, to my mom's, you know, nine millimeter, her Ruger LC9 and, um, you know, tried that. And I probably got two magazines out of that and I was hooked. I was like, I've got to have one of these handguns. That felt great, it was fun. And what a stress relief after this move and all this stuff, right? And so we went straight to go, you know, straight to go find, um, to go find me one of those Ruger LC, LC9s. And, you know, I, I picked that up and it's like, you get one of those, you feel comfortable and, you know, you want to, you want to tell everybody else that, hey, you can do this. But I didn't realize I had those freedoms. I didn't realize at the time until I bought that gun that I could get my concealed carry permit. So I went, I took the class. The instructor showed me a couple of tips on how to fix my grip, all these things, you know, that a good instructor should do. And I actually outshot the rest of the group and I had never shot a 45 before, but I, that's what I used. Nice. And, nice. you know, it was from that point on that I was like, you know, why aren't more women doing this? Cause there wasn't very many women in the class. You know, why aren't more women doing this? So I then at that point in time, I set out, okay, I'm now gonna become an instructor. So I went and I took classes and I became an instructor through the NRA and the USCCA. We ended up buying our shop that same year because it, I had such an interest in it. And I didn't realize how many freedoms because in California, you don't have a lot of these freedoms to be able to just carry your gun on your body and get in your car and go drive. But here we did. And now I feel like we're not going to. I feel like this is the first step in making things more difficult for us to have them, period. 
Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Nan, for coming on. Thank you, uh, Luis, Luis, whatever you want to call yourself today <laughs> for coming on. Um, Nan, tell everyone where they can find you. Um, so I am with the DC Project. I'm the state director for New Mexico. You can find me at, um, I don't know, can I give it? It's DC Project. You can give that, just as long as there's no gun for sale. On that. Info. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, dcproject.info is uh, where uh, is the big organization, and you can click join now. It is free to join, uh, just to become a delegate uh, and work with a state director to be able to do what what I am literally doing right now, which is fighting to maintain our Second Amendment rights. And, and what is your gun shop called? It's Ricochet Shooting Sports, found in Alamogordo. And you can uh, just Google that and come up with it. Uh, That's right. <laughs> Lewis uh, is the director for GOA Gun Owners of America, one of my co-workers. And tell everyone where they can find you. Real simple. Best place to find me is gunowners.org. Other than that, we have a Florida GOA Facebook page. It's it's literally that. It's Gun Owners Florida. Gun Owners of America, Florida. And uh, on Twitter, I go by uh, Real Florida uh, Gun Lobbyist. Our, uh, dude, you real Florida gun lobbyist, a real gun lobbyist, real Asian gun lobbyist, real, uh, I don't know, Hispanic gun lobbyist. That's another one. The list is long. Yeah, I mean, they, they all copy each other. <laughs> Aiden started the trend over at GOA. Real Asian gun lobbyist has been, real Hispanic is, uh, gun lobbyist is JP. You're real Florida gun lobbyist. Uh, I don't know. And you can follow Rich at FlyingRich.com, uh, FlyingRich uh, flying official underscore official on Instagram, FlyingRich on Facebook, FlyingRich, not Facebook, FlyingRich on YouTube, FlyingRich Firearms on YouTube, FlyingRich on YouTube, and you can follow me at uh, John Crump Live and John Crump News. And with that, we are out of here. Oh, by the way, there's been some copying of me on Instagram. So if if you get a text to me saying, hey, you won something, unless you have the little verified mark next to my name, it's not me. All right, with that. So so, so I didn't I didn't win that free Browning M two fifty cow? No, you did not. Me either. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us and we are out of here. We'll be back tomorrow and I don't know who we have on tomorrow. That's Rich's job. Rich, let me know. Then why, why would I know? Because you schedule. We got Lewis. Lewis is coming on tomorrow. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Have a good one, guys. Thank you, guys.